you ready to start your engines? (laughs) (laughs) Have you been waiting all day to say that episode? All season, baby. All season. (laughs) Well, it is the RuPaul takeover on Two Hoots and a Holler. Yes, we're going to have two back-to-back episodes for our fans recapping the second half basically of (laughs) (laughs) the current season and um our next episode uh, we had such a high demand for our drink along episodes uh we're gonna do a drink along episode for the reunion yes because you know that is gonna get messy i can already feel it (laughs) there's enough (laughs) messy things going on at points this season to uh, Tamisha is coming back for tonight. Um, <laughs> to quote her verse, Tamisha Iman is coming for you because she's literally gonna <laughs> kill Come for candy. Like, she's gonna straight up have yeah. herself a candy cue. Yeah, Tamisha's feeling some kind of way. I guess online, I was listening on Sibling Rivalry, like, <laughs> Tamisha was saying all this shit, like, I can't wait till my contract is up so I can tell everyone, like, all this shit that really happened during filming i was like damn oh <laughs> yeah so well also too tamisha has had such a career without this show that like this show is just it's really not doing much for her right that she didn't do herself so it makes sense that she's the one that would like speak out on all right it. yeah and we expected her to go further too but oh well <laughs> oh wow tamisha iman is coming for you <laughs> So, Literally. <laughs> when we did our, we said we were going to recap um, on every episode, but of course that did not happen. So I think that's key that we have the back half. <laughs> yeah. I think mm-hmm. we have to start with Snatch, Snatch game. game. Yeah. There's, I, with the list I sent you, we're, we're six episodes behind. Okay. <laughs> hey. hey. Sorry. Sorry, audience. We tried. <laughs> But you know, like when Zach and I talk and like we're getting towards the end of an episode, like we still have so much more to say. There's like not enough time for RuPaul. Yeah, and I mean, we can't have another like Marvel episode that's like an hour and a half long. <laughs> two hours. You know, two hours long. <laughs> yes. So like we are going with this method where it's just going to be like a condensed episode of everything instead of doing like a weekly recap. It was a fun dream, but... <laughs> Maybe next season. Maybe next season. I mean, this season, just to get the ball What's rolling. Long? It's long? It's long. Oh, 100%. And it just, it just feels like a little off in some way. I can't put my thumb on it. I mean, corona aside, which is a big statement, but like just something, something's just not clicking for me. And I don't know what, that's like how I felt the entire season to the point where, remember like a week or two ago, you were like, oh, new episode of RuPaul I'm about, I'm about to watch. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's Friday. Like, I like, yes. didn't even, like, I don't it, like, didn't even well, register. Yeah, like, I mean, it's obviously one of my favorite shows, but it's almost, it sounds, it sounds harsh if I say it's been almost like a chore to watch at some points. Well, at the same time, though, having this many episodes, it's great that we're milking it because everyone's, like, stuck at home and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But if yep. you think about it, this is like a se- a normal season and a half that we're currently at. Oh, yeah. Like, Snatch Game is normally episode, what, like six? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it was, was like, episode nine here. Yes. Yeah. So, so I think it's just getting there. And then they did a break for that coronavirus special and all mm-hmm. of that. So now it's like it, it's dragging on top of it. Mm-hmm. And and I the girls are very talented. Mm-hmm. But I feel like... <laughs> There is a lot that RuPaul's trying to do with the season. It was a lot of changes at once. Yeah. Yeah. You know? For sure. And I don't know. If, if COVID wasn't happening, like, how different would have the season been? You know? Right. Because also we didn't get a lot of extra special like guest judges. Right. And yeah. all of that because it was all the same people. But at the same time, too, I mean, like. Rue's trying to do something and and Candy's still here. So, like, that's probably what's going on. Spoiler alert, everyone. Candy's oh. been going to the fucking finale. And we all know how I fucking feel about that. Maybe that's uh, why yeah. it's been a chore. When I when I listened to the end, like, 
tail end of our last recap, it was when there was the double save and they saved Candy. And you were like, you should have seen my face go from like pure joy to just <laughs> anger <laughs> in like I, two seconds. I wanted to look at Rue and say, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. Literally. I don't think we'll ever know why that, uh, why that's going that way. But it just, I mean, even compared to season 12, like season 12 left a b- bigger mark on me than season 13. Hmm, heard that. I mean, come on. Gigi, Crystal, Jada Essence Hall. Like, it was such a good, it was good. I mean, other than the Sherry Pie fucking drama. But... Well, true. But, and we also said multiple times, like, for instance, the Rusical this season didn't mm. really do much. So mm. I don't know if it's a combination of, like, the challenges as well as the girls or, you know. You would think the challenges know. would be more, like, airtight and even better because they had, like, a lot of downtime <laughs> to write. I mean, I let's mean, be honest. Call Spade a Spade. You and I could write a better Rusical than the social media oh, one. Yes. 100%. Well, we could write a better social media one at that. Oh, Definitely. Definitely. The only parts of the social media music musical I like are is Elliot's part and uh, Utica's part. Yeah. <laughs> I still say, even, I'll like just be walking around. I'll be like, boomers, okay, this ain't for y'all. <laughs> like, I just. <laughs> oh, Elliot. So, yeah. So, we, uh, we're going to go into the remaining episodes of the season and then. Next week's episode will be like the drink along to the reunion, and we'll have a winner Get next Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So should we just so where we, we left go. off? We left off uh, with Candy being saved <laughs> and Stacy's <Fuck> anger <laughs> rising, rising, God. rising. And I, I, I'm so full of hope at the end of the episode. I'm like, next week is Snatch Game, like. It's a staple. It on you know. It is. So there's a lot of high expectations, and the queens have even said it themselves multiple times. It's like whether you like are the best on Snatch Game or bomb at Snatch Game, it will follow you the rest of your career. Ever. <laughs> it's like the one thing people just love to like associate with you out of everything you did on the show. It's like they mm-hmm. will remember your Snatch Game character. Yep, and did, there were some hits and there were some misses. Oh, definitely. Did you were you excited for Snatch Game going in? Did you think it was going to be pretty solid or I really had high hopes for this group because of like there were a few people who I was like Rosé is going to crush it. Rosé is mm-hmm. going to kill it because Rosé crushes everything. Mm-hmm. Um I thought though to be quite honest with you, it could go one of two ways. It could be amazing or it could, what was the season where that one girl was Beyonce and it was a hot mess. Season four. And yes, Jiggly Caliente was Snooky and she's like, Snooky wants most of us. Snooky yes. wants most of So I literally was like, it's either going to be amazing or it's going to be that. <laughs> and it was kind of like an in between. Yeah, there were some people that were really, really great. I mean, and then some people that, I mean, let's be honest, the. Oh. Some performances felt very homophobic. Oh, are you speaking of <laughs> Elliot with with three K? Yeah, <laughs> I can't. W- I'm curious how they're going to air her on the reunion. Like, I, I don't think she's going to get a lot of airtime unless they're I, like controversial, like fighting with her. I mean, probably not because she's so boring. She is. And then I screenshotted this tweet I was going to send to you and someone was like, oh, this season of RuPaul looks like all the girls like get along so well. And, like, it's really cool to watch and blah, blah, blah. And Elliot replied like, oh, like, it's nice that you think that or something. I was like, yikes. <laughs> Just no one liked Elliot. And it was proof in this episode because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so what was the mini challenge for this one? So this was the one. It was like an audition for like a rock band called the Pantyhose Band. And they basically mm-hmm. just had to, like, rock around, like, on stage, like, being, like, a generic, like, rock star and lip syncing to, I think it was a Rue song, wasn't it? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, it was a Rue song. So, uh, Tina Burner won it because she was just acting hardcore. What did Rachel Hull mm-hmm. used to say in college? Like, hardcore for life or something? What did she used to say? Remember? Um. Oh, yeah. It was with this. It was. 
um, the pinkies touching the, the pointer finger with yeah, the hardcore sign. Hardcore. The closer they were together, the more hardcore they were. Exactly. That was it. So it was that energy, like hardcore, like rock music. Tina won. Okay, good for her. Now, let's move on to Snatch <laughs> Games. What are your highs? What are your lows? My highs, Simone. Mm-hmm. Her entrance, her entrance alone, like just like like peeking over like that, like that sold me right away. I was like, all right. You also know where, like, I also love the consistency of the shooting of the show. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, based on where they place people, where Rue thinks they're gonna, how well Rue thinks they're gonna do. Yeah, usually the first what, and last seat. Yep. Yep, or like the last seat is because they have a lot of costume changes and stuff, like. Mm-hmm. Like Chad Michael with Cher. With the wigs, <laughs> yep. And then Bob. So Bob was the first <laughs> queen to do two characters in Snatch Game. And he said on the podcast that he didn't tell anyone he was doing it. Oh. So, like, he had it, like, off to the side and whatever. Then when they broke for a second, he just went off and changed and came back as a different oh. character. And Monet was like, how did they let you do that? And Bob was like, I didn't ask. I just did it. See, and he won exactly or better to beg for forgiveness than ask for permission exactly it's easier right. to say i'm sorry than ask for permission <laughs> we're gonna some like self, self-help self-help podcast spinoff oh my god we should right. okay so, so i thought simone for sure yeah. i also thought rose because if he, rose being the actor she is pulling out a character like mary queen of scots i was like mm-hmm. this is gonna be fucking hilarious, hilarious. Um, and I knew that Denali was going to do well as Jonathan Van Ness. Did I think Denali was going to win? No, but I thought that she was going to do a really good job as Jonathan Van Ness and she did. So I, and I can't really remember anyone else pretty much besides the bad one. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. So who were your tops? Oh, you, you uh, forgot Paris Hilton. Mick. Oh my god, got Mick as Paris. Yes. It's so good. It was. And I didn't know what to expect, but she fucking served it. Yes. My, so the work yeah. the bad ones. Oh yeah. Um, because my good ones are similar to yours. So Candy Muse did Patrick Starr, who I don't know, and you don't know, right? Didn't you say that? No. Beauty no. guru. Yeah, beauty guru, I guess. Which and yeah. same thing with Olivia doing like a TikTok like vegan person or whatever. Oh, like ooh. you can't yeah you can't like do these like off things that no one knows because then no one can relate to it especially rupaul who's judging it yeah and if you're gonna do something that no one really knows that much about like rose did you gotta pick up a point of view for it and go for it make that like strong character choice strong choice wrong choice as we said in college because Tama, uh, Tabitha Brown, I love her on TikTok. She's great. And Olivia kind of did okay, but, like, didn't, Ru- didn't yeah. move anywhere with Ru it. Know, like, Rue doesn't know who that is. Yeah. You know? So, Candy basically just played herself, and she skated by, per usual. Olivia was that vegan TikTok person, which I didn't get because I don't know her either. Elliot with three K's was Ruth McClanahan <laughs> from Golden Girls. <laughs> Which you don't do. <clears throat> they all even said too, they were like, you can't like touch that unless you're like a fucking master at it. And then RuPaul was like, that's literally my favorite show. I've seen every episode probably 25 times, and that's not an exaggeration. And Elliot was like, I watch it with my boyfriend after we fuck before we go to bed. I'm like, okay. That's why it's he's so homophobic. I literally come on. It's you knew it wasn't gonna go well. And no. um we left out uh Tina Burner as Richard Simmons, which was just kind of like middle ground yeah. for me personally. Yeah, and poor Utica. Yeah, that was <laughs> when I saw the preview for it and I was so excited. I was like, Utica's gonna be Barbara. This is before. Let's start, let's call this episode the start of Utica's downfall. Yeah. <laughs> Which is upsetting because you know what a big Utica stand I was from the beginning. Yeah. We all had such high expectations. It showed the preview of her doing Bob Ross. And I'm like, they're doing that fake out where like it looks weird, but it's gonna be funny, you know, like mm-hmm. <sighs> Well, it was not. It wasn't. And I'll sadly be the first to admit that, but it just, it wasn't, it, no, 
no it, was, it did not hit the mark at all yeah I'm, I'm sorry Utica I love you but it, it just wasn't it was, it was like off character and just like not yeah so we go through snatch game and the winner is Gamek. yes hilarious I I think it's warranted to you out of all of them oh yeah it was gonna either that like to be quite honest with you it was between Gottmik, Simone, and Rosé. And look, mm-hmm. look. Look at the top. Yeah. Look who's in the bottom. Seriously. It was mm-hmm. between the three of them. Simone's was good, but didn't, like, stand out too much. Right. Rosé. And I, so, top, Gottmik, Rosé. So, honestly, I was happy with either of them winning. Mm-hmm. I think Gottmik was just more true to the character. And that's what Snatch Game's about. You have mm-hmm. to... In- and no one really knows if Rose was true. It was just funny. Right. So, yes, the Got Mick deserved to win because yes. of talent, but also hit the challenge out of the ballpark. Yeah, I, I agree. And then we had a bottom two of poor Utica as Bob Ross and Elliot with three Ks as Ruth. Mm-hmm. And Elliot went home finally, which yes, uh, finally. It was overdue. I mean, you're not going to walk away from this season and be like, damn, Elliot really deserved to shine more. You know what I mean? Right. And <laughs> like... this is also where the editors were like, damn, what plot line do we follow now? Because they were all following this. <laughs> Elliot was like the one who was in the pork chop of that bag. There were so many storylines. Right. The pork kid. chop. Oh, yeah, seriously. And, and then, I finally they and then they were like, "What do we? Who do we follow now? Who do we need to do it now?" <laughs> they're like, "Oh, better you know focus on Candy being like the underdog, I guess, even though she sucks." I don't know. I don't know. So but, yeah, Elliot's gone, which is okay. And what did that take us to? Well, that's the other thing. It's funny you mentioned the like pork chop lounge and the different groups and shit. When we're this far in the season, like that was three months ago. I like I forgot yeah. about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. um following the Snatch Game episode, um, the episode 10, it was called Freaky Friday Queens. And that mm-hmm. was the episode where they're paired off in a groups of two and they have to like make over each other. Yeah, this is normally the episode where they make over, like, a, a, a person who's not a drag person, you know, yeah. they do that other seasons. I love this challenge. I think it's so great. It also shows, like, how good a queen is at doing a face. Yeah. Which I think is a very, like, underrated thing sometimes, you know? Yeah. Because the makeup game is so good nowadays. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so instead of bringing people from external because of COVID, and Rue was very forthcoming with it, was like, because of COVID, you're going to be on. <laughs> like, you're doing each play. other, <laughs> seriously. Um, right. So the pairings ended up being, again, Rue picked the people again. No. What? Who picked the people this time? Was this one that someone got to put people together besides Rue? I don't know, because it, there wasn't a mini challenge. So, winner of that didn't do it. So, unless Got Mick did from the episode before, I think Rue picked it. Or was it? Oh, it was the psychic one where the cow. Oh, oh the cow. you're so right. Yeah, we jumped over that part. Basically, Rue was like, We have a psychic here. So, like, come on stage. <laughs> and then it did this, like, cut scene of them being, like, transported to the stage like it was i was i was confused it was, <laughs> it was a lot and then there was this fucking carol baskin fucking look-alike ass weird woman being like i i'm gonna say things about all of you that i know from your personal audition files and tapes saying your fears and history and background oh <laughs> and Stacey. my ass is sitting here like oh my god come on you know how much fucking personal information they give and like say in their recordings that's all you know stored and plus i just didn't even think about it honestly in the moment yeah right but some of them i mean was the most generic blanket ass statement like looks at one drag queen and goes i feel like you have an issue with like another (laughs) drag queen come on i know come on so yeah, it was the psychic, but the funniest part was her talking about Utica's cow. That was yep. funny. But then again, Utica could have said that in a confessional. So Probably, yeah. mm-hmm. sorry to rain on your psychic parade. As I'm like putting my crystals away. 
You're like packing up all your. I'm like stuff. my tarot. I'm like Shh, tarot. Don't listen to my tarot decks. Don't listen to him. Seriously, you're like I'm gonna sleep with you under my pillow tonight to recharge you, baby. I do. I have to. <laughs> okay. So the psychic <laughs> fixes the the matchups, right. and the pairings are Simone and Utica, mm-hmm. Denali and Olivia Lux. Yeah, Candy. Wrote. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Candy and Gottmik. Yeah. Rose. And Tina. And Tina. I can't believe If that says anything about the season, folks, <laughs> Stacey can't remember Queens or Ben 10 episodes. <laughs> I can't. But anyways, those those are the pairings, and they basically have to make over the other queen to be them, and they have to walk the runway as them, and and do their makeup and stuff like that. So characterization was like stressed. Yeah, you know. So this this one made me upset. Not gonna lie. Of about what? With who went home? This one made me really upset. You think Denali embodied Olivia? I think Olivia, what Olivia fucked up. Olivia didn't paint Denali well at all, mm-hmm. and Olivia was like, "Oh yeah, that's so me, babe," knowing full well it wasn't. But then, and then Loma's diva mm-hmm. Olivia, they get up there. And Denali looks like a goddamn fool because Olivia's mm-hmm. been doing drag for two years and can't do shit. And you know that also Olivia picked out that outfit and Michelle was like, oh, you don't look anything like Olivia. Like, Denali didn't fucking pick it, bro. Olivia right. did. It I, pissed I, me. I do see that. But you don't think, it, I'm playing devil's advocate really quick, you don't think when Denali did the runway, even though she was in that outfit and her face wasn't pretty, she couldn't have done Olivia's, like, upbeat ha ha prancing look around the corner instead she was like this like sultry like fox like slinking down the runway i was like what okay so hear me out if you look back at when they're because they oh so the girls basically got to like go on stage and practice with each other Mm -hmm. if you go back and look at it what when olivia is coaching denali olivia literally tells her to do that Mm. maybe that's, that's how olivia sees yeah. herself <laughs> exactly because olivia thinks she's hot shit and she's right. not yet right. she could be she's just not yet right but that's the thing olivia literally was like oh yeah that's perfect this is how i do it and then moves the hips a little bit more like olivia denali picked up the choreography and olivia was a bad choreographer yeah and plus in addition to the makeup thing like you brought up a good point also, you have to factor in, like, them having, like, different skin tones, too. She probably has not, mm-hmm. not painted someone as, you know, fair like that yeah. before. So that's harder, too. And Denali painted her, and she looked fucking she fantastic. She did. And yet, it, it pissed me off that they got judged as, as a duo. They should have I been know. judged individually. Denali has That's all-star. just my piece. No, I get it. I, I get it. Denali has all-star vibes on her. Yeah. I can tell. She'll yeah. be back. And I have She'll a feeling we won't be seeing the last of her. Oh, so Denali <laughs> got eliminated. <laughs> that was our lead up. That was our lead up to it. Sorry, <laughs> folks. I'm still reeling about this. Right. So, yeah, they're judged in pairs. Olivia and Denali were in the bottom. And Denali goes home. The top two were Simone and Utica, which Simone was really nervous being paired with Utica and um, Utica had that thing from the Snatch Game episode where she didn't want to wear an afro because she thought it was, like, cultural appropriation. But then in the next episode, she had to, like, be Simone. <laughs> I forgot my favorite part of the Snatch Game. What? When she was like, I don't want to wear it because it's cultural appropriation. Rue goes, you know white people have afros too, right? So, um, Tina Burner, Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons has an afro. <laughs> like, Bob Ross himself. <laughs> Serious? My dad had a fucking afro, and so yeah. it's like it's legit. So it got it just, uh, and then yeah. So then because it was a, it was um, uh, hmm. wait, no, did, did she wear an afro? No, she did the 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 clips. She did the stuff. yeah, yeah, the Baps uh parody. Yeah, yeah, and it, she looked she was great. Like, what? 
Well, it was just a great conversation, I feel, that needed to be said, too, about cultural appropriation. But, mm-hmm. like, even Rue was, like, you're doing it out of love. You're not appropriating anything. You're representing, and you're showing honor and love to it. So I was, like, and then Utica, the whole time I wanted to slap her, because she's, like, I still don't know. Like, bitch. I think, I no, I, I, I'm playing, I totally see Devil's Advocate again, only because, like, I've, I've, there's so many seasons of this show, and you've seen Queens be fucking, like, canceled for, like, small, stupid things. So Utica probably had some anxiety about once it aired. Like, online people are fucking mean. Yeah, and I, I, I hear that. And it's like, I feel that, though, maybe we're a little bit, like, there is a bigger microscope under it. But the mm-hmm. fact that even RuPaul themselves said, mm-hmm. it's okay. Mm-hmm. That I was, like, trying to, sh- I wanted to shake Utica through the screen and be like, Right, do it then. Okay. Seriously. Like, yeah. Yeah, but I hear what you're saying, it. yeah, because cancel culture is, is so big, and she didn't want to do anything disrespectful. She didn't want to get canceled. She didn't want to, she was, like, so cautious to a fault. Yes. You know, to mm-hmm. where it was, like, it's like, yeah, I, yeah. Almost bad again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but luckily, you know, she did okay in this episode. Last episode was kind of the start of her downfall, and then she wins this one, but moving forward, things get rough. So that leads us to episode 11, Pop Goes the Queens. And this is one of my personal episodes, the branding episodes, because mm. I personally think I would do a good job. I think it. you would too. Thank you. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Like, because that stuff's like enjoyable to me. Like, it doesn't sound like a chore. Now, some of these queens, um, they weren't that good. Utica. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, She's just so kooky, but, like, it's executed in just such a bad way. Right. So, leading into this episode, they do a mini challenge, and it's called, Are You Smarter Than the Pit Crew? Keeping in mind, the episode starts with them being like, Candy, you're so dumb, and you don't know math. You're so stupid. You're so dumb. Ha ha, you don't know math. And then Candy wins on a math question, but the math question was, like, 40 minus 5. Like, literally. And this immediately takes me back to what you just said about something being off in the season. I think it's so, we can tell when something's being edited, but this is so overly mm-hmm. edited and scripted. There has been yeah. so much that normally we it we don't feel the scriptedness, even though it totally is. There has been so much that has been scripted. Yeah, and I, I put any money on that math question, like, probably wasn't the last question. You know what I mean? Oh, but they had to make it this wasn't. big, like, oh, remember five minutes ago when Utica couldn't, I mean, Candy couldn't tell the difference between 2,500 and 25,000? Haha, she's so stupid. Oh, she won. Are you smarter than the pit crew? Which I'm sure majority of the population <laughs> smarter than the pit crew <laughs> no shame love some himbos do you know do you know that term himbo? yeah i love it um but yeah candy i mean good job but like not really because it's but they weren't hard questions <laughs> and they like scripted it for you to win like let's be honest literally i think the last question was like 24 minus 12 or something like it was like the stupidest mm-hmm. anyway so candy wins your favorite and then we learn uh, the premise of this. It's the branding episode, and they have to sell their own soda pop brand. Yes, they do. Yep. And it was pretty good for the most yeah. part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the weakest link was Utica, and which I can say. But just going, I mean, the one that stuck out for me the most was Simone's. Because oh, so I think good. I think until the day I, I die, I'll just always go, is your blood sugar low? <laughs> 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 and her care pop is called Sweet Tooth. <laughs> oh, and everyone got a free gold tooth. Exactly. And that was the one that Ross said after. He was like, that's the only one I like really wanted like to try, basically. Right? And yeah. Rosé's is pretty good. It was typical Rosé, but got mix. No one knew what was going on. No, like I, the title was like really long of it. It was just, I mean, good thing like she can like sell it. You know what I mean? Like can do like the acting behind like selling it, and that's probably yeah. why she wasn't in the bottom two. Um, but yeah, got mixed didn't stand out too much for me. Tina Burner's wasn't like too bad, but it did get repetitive with like the joke. The same, it was like fire or something like that, right? Yeah, At the end of I, every sentence, she'd be like, uh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So. Basically, Kina thought she was doing a great job and, and didn't and didn't. Exactly. So in the end, it's a double win, which I don't think we had one this season. Oh no. No, I don't think so. Wasn't the double win last week? No, Denali went home last week. No, the double win was Simone and uh Oh Utica. Utica. Yeah, I mean like they were in pairs, but yeah, okay. All right, I'll give you that. So <laughs> Rose and Simone win this one. Which is, I mean, I think it should have been just Simone overall, but it's okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I love Rosé, but I think Simone sold it more for me. And then bottom two was Tina Bernher versus Utica, which we didn't even really touch on. Utica's, like, was her getting her pop out of, like, a cow's udder. And, like, it was just, like, so Lick disconnected. The can to get yes. the flavors. Oh, and yeah. The Utica can. Uticaan, and there's just like this zoom up of Utica's like long ass tongue just like licking a soda pop can. <laughs> <laughs> and this is during COVID. Everyone was like grossed out. <laughs> like lit, and she's like sucking on the udder of the cow. Right, which is probably like in the back storage room for fucking years. <laughs> right, it's like uh, it's like. It yeah. could have been great, but just the execution, man, it's just... Right, it just... And they even set them up really well for it in this round. Yeah. Like, they gave them, like, storyboards and shit. Like, they really were, uh, you know, helping them out. Uh, it didn't help. But alas. But alas, Tina goes home. Thank God. Now, what did you think... This is a little controversial in the drag community. The My Humps lip sync with Tina and Utica. What are your thoughts on it? I don't remember it. Remember it was the one where Tina was like in all gothic, like black, and her eyes like I think had white contacts. And then Tina was in that like free costume basically with like patches all oh. over it. It was like cabbage patch dancing. <clears throat> and Utica did it more like grounded and like did the song just kind of in like a different way, like a gothic way. Oh do you remember yeah. now? I do, and Tina deserved to go home. Yeah, at first I was like, oh, maybe Tina's gonna win it because like she looked like she was like getting into it, but then I was just like, now you're overselling it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just like it was classic Tina trying too hard. Yeah, exactly. So we finally say goodbye to Tina Burnher. <laughs> and the stage happy. got a lot less orange <laughs> and yellow and red. <laughs> yeah, so that's the end of that episode. Tina goes home, and we now finally have a top six (laughs) god damn on episode 12 yeah seriously so episode 12 is another staple they did uh, a roast which I always enjoy love it and then um, what was the mini challenge for this one Uh, that was the one where they were paired up in twos and there was like that makeup girl there from Anastasia I think and one of them had to be like the oh I, I wrote legs on the thing my bad one of them had to be like the body, and then the other one was like the arms behind them, like putting the makeup yeah, that, on their face. Funny. Yeah, that's always funny to watch. So, um, Candy and Rose won that one, even though all of them were pretty good. I really thought that um, another group was going to win. Uh, got, it was a got, got mix. mix. Yeah, those were good too. But, alas. Yeah. Uh, they're really pushing that candy. <laughs> God. They're shoving that candy down our throat like it's Halloween. And yeah, we don't and want then it. this, and th- we don't want it. <laughs> it's all fucking red hot. I don't want that. It's red. It's red it. hot and apples. <laughs> no, don't slander an apple. I love a good apple. No, I'm talking about like on Halloween. Like, well, I'll you probably an apple on Halloween. Okay. <laughs> Bobbing for apples? Why not? You're going to bob for apples in COVID times? Have fun. I'll do it myself. (laughs) I've got a tub. You just pour a bunch of apples in your tub. You're like, I'll do it myself. My roommate walks in and is like, Stacey, are you okay? I'm like a head down in the tub with apples. Then we're playing spooky-ass music with a strobe light in the bathroom. Monster Mash is playing. You're on your knees. everywhere. I'm in my knees. Bent over in the chair. Hands tied behind your back. You had your neighbor do it. I'm going ham. I was laughing. It's not even Halloween. Just practicing. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, why not? And he was Uh, also uh... uh, the roast. 
so the whole storyline of this episode was like Candy's like, oh, I don't feel confident in my song. I don't feel. I don't. I, I, I haven't won. I haven't won. Oh my god. Because you're not good. Yeah, there's a reason. So anywho, so, so you know that when they're editing a story that way, I knew it. I knew the second they started doing the "woe is me, Candy." Oh, I haven't won. I haven't mm-hmm. won. I was like, Candy's gonna win this episode. I don't yeah. even need to watch. I already yeah. know who's gonna win. And lo and behold. Um, <laughs> and so, she stole all of her jokes too. She, I know. So um, the setup for it, I mean, they do different roasts. One year it was RuPaul, one year it was Michelle, Lady Bunny, like. Um, but this one they do a nice girls roast of the past Miss Congeniality winners. Um, we Which had is cool. It is cool. We had Valentina, my girl from season nine. We had my. Keep it on, please. I like to keep it on. And RuPaul was like, "You were right." <laughs> that was funny um season nine was my other girl nina west who i got to meet which is awesome i love her and then uh, the last one was heidi from season 12 and listening to bob and monet monet was like i was miss congeniality of season 10 i didn't get a fucking phone call (laughs) oh she was like bitter about it (laughs) oh i forgot to tell you that um, so That's they funny. they roast the three past Miss Congeniality winners and also their castmates and the judges. And poor Utica. I've never like the tangible awkwardness. So yeah, Candy Candy opens it and she stole all the jokes. <laughs> she died. <laughs> she did. She stole the jokes. Um Simone is the other one who didn't do a good job. It's just, it's so weird. Cause I, I always touch back in the beginning of the season where we were talking about Simone and we were standing her so hard. And I was like, there's going to be a challenge or two where she's just going to like fucking like blow mm-hmm. it. And it happened the second time with this episode. Cause her roast was just not strong. There was like awkward nope. pauses. She did the pheromone, like uncomfortable in between when there's no response. And you're just like, <sighs> like you like you know like kind of like laugh at yeah. your own jokes oh farah in her season she comes on she goes let's get this roast to cook in <laughs> and then in this episode when they're skipping into the room i heard candy say let's get this roast to cook in <laughs> don't give her any credit for anything i know but i just like the pheromone line <laughs> <clears throat> so candy simone utica um, Gottmik was funny. Gottmik was hilarious. And I love to see Gottmik, like, coming into their own. Yes. In yes. this season. Fantastic. Like, like I said, like, that was, like, like, the underdog character we didn't expect. Right. Would make it this. Well, she was ever really, like, an underdog. But, like, like the hidden, like, hidden, what's that called? Secret hidden weapon. Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Um. So yeah, getting to Utica's, uh, I don't know if she just thought like being horribly mean would like do anything well, for she, her. She tried to sit there and say that like her comedy is very just like observant. And I'm like, that observant still has, observant just doesn't mean like you look at something and you say whatever comes to mind. Like you don't get to be mute, but she like put it under this like guise that oh, my comment is all about just, like, observations that I make. And I'm like, if those are the observations you make, you're you're not a nice person. Exactly. Like, I like observational humor, too, but, like, that wasn't. (laughs) It It wasn't. Like, she called Nina West a whale. And, and, and like, Lonnie Love, too. Like, I mean, Utica was basically up there being like, y'all are fat fucks. So I was like, damn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right phobic. so it was just a little uncomfortable for Utica the best part about it is when she insulted Lonnie Love like about her comedy career or something and Lonnie Love's just cracking up and she's like you're the one up there bombing <laughs> and then everyone lost it and Utica yeah. was like oh mm-hmm. yeah and then she was like RuPaul like you look stunning like will you stand up and show everyone your <laughs> And RuPaul the double her. finger. That was the best. Oh, you oh. Should, all the memes made out of that. So funny. So funny. So then, who closes it out, Rose? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because Candy and Rose got to pick the order, and Candy was first, and Rose was last. 
Perfect. And uh, Rosé kills it, as usual. Yeah, Rosé was funny. I guess I can't really remember any, like, distinct, specific jokes, but I remember her being funny. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's literally, for a roast like that, when you get to pre-plan it, it's basically just, like, writing a script and, like, memorizing it. And But also, comedic timing is so important. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people can't, like, divide those beats. Like, there's a playwright called um, Harold Pinter, and he, like, kind of, like, phrased the Pinter pause, which is, Mm -hmm. like, in a scene, and you're doing back and forth and blah, 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 and someone says something, like, you have to take for certain things, like, a beat or two, like, a Pinter pause to let it land, and then, like, go off of that. You know what I mean? Look at you using your education. <laughs> Thanks, Oakland. Yeah, <laughs> the pinter pause. It's true. Like you know, you don't like delayed reactions yeah. and stuff can be so funny. You know, so comedic timing. It's it's work. It's work. It is. It is not all. Not everyone can be great at it. Like I am. No. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I set you up for that one. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, damn it. Anyway. Anyway, so Stacy's favorite candy wins her first win of the competition in like the last mm-hmm. episode, basically. <laughs> um, candy wins bottom two is Simone and Utica, and they do an Ariana song, No Tears Left to Cry, which I love. And Simone lip sync the house down boots. Yep. And it's the perfect example of like you don't need fucking a reveal and fucking cartwheels and fucking death drops de- and xyz flips. to do a successful lip sync i forgot to tell you on drag race uk season two uh for a lip sync song they did memories from cats <gasps> i'll find the link for this for the lip sync and send it to you because taste is the one I'll, she just did such a good job like it was like emotional michelle was like tearing up like it was so good <laughs> Yeah, I'll find the I'll find the clip and send it. I thought of you when they did it. Amazing. Right. So after a kind of up and down streak for Miss Utica, she was eliminated, unfortunately, but I can even say that uh she didn't <laughs> do a good job. It was her time. It was her time. So Utica's gone and uh we now have a top five, which leads us into episode 13, Honey, I Shrunk the Drag Queens. In this episode. I this was another one that was almost like a filler for me. Yeah. I didn't like and listening to like Race Chaser and uh Sibling Rivalry and stuff, like this the it just seemed so long. Like the actual mm. clip like of the challenge, you know what I mean? Like it just Oh yeah, the actual like scenes and stuff scene yeah yeah it yeah, just yeah. it felt so long i was just like is this almost over like it just kept going on and on uh there was no mini challenge in that episode but basically it was the acting challenge um it was a honey i shrunk the kids kind of parody and um it it was meh for me personally maybe that's because like we're like acting majors so like we expect more and like higher stakes <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, I think, too, on top of it, I was, like, the the storylines for it, like, so they got their scripts, and they picked out who their roles were, and then it was, like, everyone got their role. That they wanted, and, yeah. Well, except for Simone, because oh. she wanted the role that Candy had. Right. And all of that stuff. And But Candy got it, because she was a dumb bitch yeah. about it, like. And then, like, Simone just complained mm-hmm. the whole episode Mm -hmm. about not getting the role and fucking scarlett johansson was on like come on i know and then what's his name coming in at the end like he's like this huge secret celebrity guest like popping in the screen i was like you're not as famous as scar joe wait who her husband um colin whatever he like popped in at the end they were like oh my god i was like (laughs) god i know probably less problematic than she is though so I mean, um, she is going to be Harriet Tubman. God damn it. <laughs> but I would believe She's been it. waiting a lifetime to play this role. Seriously. So, it's an so, acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, like, so, it was quite long, and I think, too, like, the thing that 
it was they were when they got the script again that's where i was talking about like it's overly scripted and you can tell mm-hmm. when they got the script they were like oh my god you guys are gonna be in store for who it is these characters seem so familiar ha 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 they yeah. wrote it about those five. It's literally, you know yeah, I mean? it's you guys. Yeah. It's, it's literally, so I like, think it maybe would have been in, more interesting if it wasn't just their characters. Or actually, like, if they mixed mar- up the roles to give yeah. themselves a challenge to expand yourself because that's what performing is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for giving us the, uh, oh. the literal definition. <laughs> you're welcome, you're welcome. <laughs> you know what i mean though (laughs) yeah yeah so it was very much it was like watching them just be themselves again for like another (laughs) literal like the best the only thing i think i will take away from that episode is when got nick is being attacked by the cat paw that's literally (laughs) it that's all i remember (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that was really funny that's all i will remember for it from it and then in the end rose wins but let's think about it rose's a fucking like musical theater queen so like memorizing fucking four scenes where you have a couple of lines in it like it's not hard <laughs> <laughs> like i'm not trying to <laughs> so like yeah like great rose won but like was it really a challenge for her let's be honest i think her characterization though was so good yeah. I think she, yeah, like, you know, I think, mm-hmm. but at the same time, remember, like Tina, they could expect Rose to kill it and Rose could have been off that day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Rose could have flopped. Rose's never she's off. She's a professional. <laughs> she's never off. She's, she's perfect. Off. She's perfect. She is. But the thing is, is, funny thing, Candy really wanted that role. Mm hmm. And she didn't even do that good. No, and she was in the bottom two because of it. Yeah, and then Simone ended up crushing it. And even Michelle was, like, in it. Simone, with what you were doing, I didn't think it was going to work, but it worked. And the whole episode, you're getting, like, they edit it to make you think Simone's going to be in the bottom because, like, she doesn't want this role and stuff. But she kills it. So the Mm -hmm. bottom ends up being good old Olivia, send her home, and Candy. Do you realize we, like, haven't mentioned Olivia, like, for the last couple episodes? (laughs) Well, I mean, there's a reason for it, but I don't think we brought her up in the pop challenge or the nice girl roast, but that's okay. Nope. Because <laughs> she she's really... dead to me ever since she sent Denali home. Yeah, she didn't really leave a mark for me. Um, but yeah, bottom two is Candy versus Olivia, and Olivia goes home. Yeah. Which I'm sure Stacy would have preferred Candy, but. Oh, yeah, obviously. Yeah. So but... now we have a top four. <laughs> Now we have a top four, and that leads us to the, well, I guess, no, the penultimate competition show, because the reunion, even though it's always in between the two, this is the second to last of the actual competition episode. So, Mm -hmm. here we go. Now, this takes us to the last episode of the season, outside of the reunion finale, coronavirus special, <laughs> fucking candy spinoff version, God. candy's drag race. Um, where was I going with this? I have no idea. I think I just. Uh, oh my god, my brain just like completely fucking farted. We're at the we're at the end of the season after a long season. I'm like, let's, are, let's start it there. Let's start it. We'll we'll edit it there. <laughs> after a long season, we're finally at the top four episode where RuPaul makes more money from monetizing his songs with better lyrics. Yep. <laughs> I mean, did I hit the head of the nail with that one? Yes, you did. <laughs> and this one was a song that I didn't know for good reason, probably. <laughs> It was Lucky. the world premiere. Mm-hmm. Of Lucky. Um, and RuPaul was like, I'll be in the video too. Film it, film it while I'm doing the the, the workroom videos for the girls since I'm sitting here in full makeup. <gasps> and did you notice that? It's the exact hair and makeup yes. and outfit that she's wearing when they're in the workroom for the videos in the beginning. Mm. So RuPaul was like, I'm in I'm in the drag. Let's rock this shit out now. Time is money. They could only hire Raven for one day. So seriously, they had to milk it and do as much filming. 
So this is, yeah, like I kind of explained uh, the top four, they have to write their own verses you put into a, a Rue song. And it's kind of like, oh, so is there going to be a top three? Is it going to be a top four again? Like, they don't really tell you, probably on purpose. Yeah, you know? and it's been different for the most part every season. You never know mm-hmm. how many it's going to be. But it's like this big production that they put on for this song. And uh, we were hoping to get some answers on uh, whether what the what the top was going to be like. But uh, they had to do what? the like. Oh, <laughs> We go to the top. We go to the top. Okay. But basically, they read. They redid all of the. They each had their own verse. It was cute. Jamal was there, and I love how Gottmik loves Jamal Sims. That was uh, so cute. I love so it. cute. And um, I yeah. Then they do like the the famous conversations with Michelle and Rue with the Tic Tacs. Remember, I texted you. I was like, I think I'm gonna skip past candies. <laughs> I just didn't care. I just didn't care. I don't get what Ruth sees in her. I I don't either. Um, So yeah, they do their interviews, like their kind of exit interviews and the final runway. And see, Candy sucked, but then I heard um, she had to use her final runway during the train episode. Like something happened and she had to use her final runway. So that outfit she wore as her final runway wasn't really her like best drag. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they did the whole. I, I if I rewatch a season, I skip the part every time when they're talking to their younger selves because after yeah. thirteen regular seasons, five All Star seasons, like I don't think anyone could ever say anything new during it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's 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 just. I mean, I'm not trying to dismiss anyone's feelings, but it's literally like I would tell you. You know, it's gonna be hard. It's going to be hard, but it'll get better. I'm like, okay. Yep, I hear that every season. So, <laughs> I'm not talking <laughs> pessimistic. The Capricorn in here is like, <laughs> ain't no time. No, it, they're just like very like generic pageant answers that they pre-plan. So, it's not like, I don't know. I don't have an emotional connection with it, I guess. I do. I cry every time. <laughs> <laughs> We're total opposite. <laughs> we are. Yeah. I cry every time. I'm like, yes, because I think it's honestly, I could care less what they say. It's for them, and I love to see them living in their moment and expressing it. It's like a, it's like a good thing for them. They finally made it there. It's like a way for they can release all of the emotions they're feeling in that moment, reflect on it, mm-hmm. and you know, like maybe this is the first time. Maybe this is the first season, season thirteen, that like the new kid who's like seven and couldn't watch the earlier season sees it you know so for damn me it, Stacey. Like... that's like <laughs> damn it <laughs> okay yes i will fully give you that one but okay for me <laughs> personally <laughs> yes no i do i do get what you mean i mean there are yeah. you know for a fact there are closeted teens who are probably fucking 11 or 12 like sneaking off like to watch the show like not telling their parents you know what I mean right and especially with Gottmik on this season too as a trans person from like the beginning of the show instead of like coming out on there like got brought on the show as a trans person like Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not it's, because RuPaul was getting flack for being transphobic at all. Oh, yeah. Not, not at, all. at all. And not like mm-hmm. RuPaul changes the iconic phrase after 13 years. <laughs> because... <laughs> Anywho, see, you see, as avid fans, like we're allowed to like see through these cracks. You know what I yes. mean? We respect it. Like it's, I, I think it's fucking fantastic. Got Mick is on it and can have that platform. But it's like, did that truly happen like as a natural thing or was it RuPaul? getting pushed back for being transphobic. RuPaul wasn't making money, so there you go. That's the answer, right? So anyways, so... <laughs> we, get, we get through. This should be the... called RuPaul, like, reveal. Like, uh, reveal oh, the Bracken? <laughs> Literally. Um, yeah, so, okay, top four, Lucky, what did you think of the performance? I thought the performance was good. I couldn't understand a damn word that came out of Candy's mouth. So I have no idea what her oh, verse said. Yeah. It was just messy. <laughs> like, she looked messy. Her choreography was messy. Her hair was on. Why did she wear another wig that got all up in her face? Mm-hmm. Like the fucking Rusical, anyways. She looked like I an love... off-brand Fanta girl. Remember Wana Fanta? Don't you want Yes. She looked like she did. Yeah. Gottmik was amazing. Yep, I like Gottmik's probably the most. 
But yeah, Candy was a mess. Simone's was great. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Rose's was Rose's. Rose tried to fit in like too much in one yeah. verse. She's like, I'm going to show you I can hit this really high part, but also do this rap part really fast, but also do a double. Like she tried to like shove in like <laughs> so much. Yeah, like full Broadway. Uh, full Broadway, no marking, which I respect, but it was, it was fine. You you don't hear, you don't see me sitting here listening to Lucky on a re, on repeat. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it didn't, and Bob brought up such a good point that the fact that none of them played off Britney Spears and Lucky like that's just a no-brainer to me when when I heard it was called Lucky I was like someone's gonna have a Britney line and no one did wow I know so yeah the setup for it was a little different because usually they're like bigger performance numbers and dance crew and all that shit but there was just two dancers the whole time they're the two same dancers the whole time but just I didn't going, even notice that they were, but they filmed the different things separately with cut in betweens of Rue doing the video parts, and then they just moved to the next room. And they were the dancers, and then they danced together at the end, and they look like the Fanta girls. Now that you bring that up, that's all I can see. See, that's the first thing I thought of. Wanna, Fanta? Don't you wanna? Um, and then yeah, so we're like, all right, they went. So, so we're like, okay, Candy's was the weakest. Candy had the weakest runway. Candy has been the least consistent. Candy has the least amount of wins. Surely, Candy will go home, and we have our top three, right? Yeah, because also think about it. Rose got Mick had never lip synced, and we were, and I'm like, oh, do we get to see them lip sync at the final? Well, RuPaul says they're all lip syncing. Yeah. One at a time. Which in the I, moment. I like more than when they're all on stage. Agreed. You can't you don't really catch anything at all. I mean, yeah. So all four of them lit sync and we're like, Candy's gonna go home, got yep. our top three. What happened, Stack? Candy was real lucky. <laughs> Cause it's a top four. No one was eliminated. I think I no texted you after. I, I was like bitter that Saturday morning when I watched it I was like yeah. what a waste of an episode you said filler in all caps <laughs> you know what I still stand by it I said what I said <laughs> literally so like we're going through this whole like hour long fucking episode and then no one goes home I'm like nope. okay so we didn't even need the episode technically but it's yeah. fine <sighs> so we and have our here top- we are candy is still Wait, in the fucking candy. competition but what's the point when we know candy is truly not gonna win what is the point at this point i don't know if she's not truly gonna win <sighs> based off of <laughs> i know and on instagram like on um like the rupaul instagram there's four separate pictures of them and it's like oh you know double like vote for your favorite and like all the like got mick and simone are pretty close i think got mick had like five thousand more but it was simone and got mick as the top two for popular vote rose say if like simone and got mick had like 150,000, rose had like 120,000 likes and then candy had like 50,000 likes i was gonna say like one yeah <laughs> and it was her. rupaul, it was RuPaul. <laughs> no one else can like it <laughs> Oh, but that brings <clears throat> us to this uh, reunion I episode, know. which I'm so excited to Me watch. It's too. gonna be so shady. I know, and like I love that. Like we literally, we don't know anything about it. We don't know any like what they're gonna bring up, what's gonna be hashed out. Like I'm really fucking excited. I'm so pumped. Well, I know. So with that, I think we should <laughs> hop on over to that episode. <laughs> just, just scoot on over to it. <laughs> If you're listening, listeners, you can just let it autoplay. <laughs> and the funny thing is, this one's going to be episode 13, and it's season 13 of Drag Race. Hey! <laughs> Good times. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed our RuPaul recap. I kind of like this setup because then we can, like, do everything all at once. And then, like, I'll listen to this again in a year, and, like, it'll all be consistent, like, back to back to yes. back, you know? So I, I do enjoy this setup. If if the audience members like it, please, audience members, like it's a live studio audience, <laughs> um, please reach out to us because 
you guys know, like, as soon as the season's done airing, an All-Star 6 announcement is going to be shortly after. <laughs> They're going to announce it at the finale. <laughs> They're going to announce it as the winner of season 13. And the then just first continue- <laughs> episode of All-Star, the next All-Stars, will be during the finale. <laughs> um, <laughs> I film it at the same time. <laughs> And then at the very end, they're going to crown the winner at the same time that someone goes home. Yeah, or like, yeah, All-Stars 6 and All-Star, in season 13, like, ends at the same time. Because <laughs> it's God. so long. Because it's so long. But put it in perspective, this season started January 1st. I, wow. And, here and we we're are almost a quarter April through 17th. the year. We're a quarter through the year. Well, so yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed our recap and uh, please join us hopping over to our next episode where we're going to dive into the reunion and get a couple of drinking rules going on. Yes. Can't wait to see you there. And guess what? Keep in touch. Keep in touch. Start your engines and made the best. Keep in touch. Keep in touch. (laughs) 